How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Know what time it is? It's 10 o'clock. All right, let's rock and roll. It's time for more 92.9 The Game tonight. On Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Back with you here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Final hour of the program. Chris Thomas with you. Taking you up until 10 o'clock this evening. A ton going on in Falcons land. We just talked about the idea that Kirk Cousins, an article just dropped on CBSSports.com, would be open to playing with Bill Belichick. That opens up a Pandora's box for the Atlanta Falcons. We'll get back into that in just a little bit. But right now, we got to talk some Hawks basketball. They play Two games this weekend, and we'll get into that and more with our buddy Keith Smith on the WadeFord.com hotline doing his work for Spotrack NBA. Keith, how are you? Good evening. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. All right, let's start here in Atlanta. A couple of questions for you. Big picture here. Did you expect the Hawks to be at this point where they are just fighting, scratching, and clawing to maintain a play-in spot at this point in the season? I didn't. I thought they'd be better than that. I, I didn't know that they'd be – uh, much above the play-in tournament, but I thought somewhere in the range of four to like eight was probably where they'd be in the East, and and it just hasn't come well for them. Eh? Whether it's a you know guys being out of the lineup on occasion, but for the most part, even when they've got their guys, they they just don't seem to fit. It, it's been better recently. I will say that over the last few weeks, they're they're playing a little bit better. They won their last couple games, so maybe they're starting to figure some stuff out. But it also has a little bit of a feeling of it might be a little too too late for that. Yeah, I agree, unfortunately. When it comes to manipulating the roster, what could you foresee happening as the February 8th deadline looms? I think we're all looking at DeJounte Murray, right? That, that seems to be uh, headed down that path. I, I always like to say it's this time of year. you got to be really careful. You know, you, you don't want to go crazy with trade rumors because there's a million of them out there, but when you hear the same names from the same people and it's repeatedly, something generally is up with that. And now that's generally where I start to really pay attention. And we have talked to a lot of people, a lot of other people have reported this, so I'm not breaking any news that it feels like that's the direction they're going to go. It feels like they've kind of looked at it and said, 
Yeah, Trey Young's our guy. We're not moving him, uh, you know, anytime soon, at least not now. So we got to figure out the right backcourt partner for him. DeJounte Murray, we gave it a run. It hasn't really worked the way we wanted. Let's see what we can do. Maybe we can recoup some of those assets we sent out to get Murray in the first place. Do you think that this team, Keith, uh, barring a couple of moves either laterally or taking a step back or even taking a step forward by trying to acquire a piece or two, is closer to having to do a reset or a rebuild or contending? I think a reset. Like, like, I don't think a full rebuild. When, when I think rebuild, I think like you're you're tearing it down and you're starting all over. And to me, that would be our right, we're trading Trey Young and you know everybody who's not on a rookie scale contract. And I don't think they're there. Uh, I think it is more of a reset as far as all right. Let's try to get some guys who fit a little bit better and figure this thing out. If that means we're moving. DeJounte Murray, maybe a guy like Clint Capella. I think uh, DeAndre Hunter and Sadiq Bay are, are open to, to, you know, guys that they could move. I, I think other than, you know, young for the main players, young uh, Jalen Johnson and Onyeka Kongwu, I think you got to listen, at least on just about everybody else, just because it doesn't make a lot of sense to stay locked in the guys where you've kind of taken this thing about as far as you can. You made the coach change. That hasn't changed quite enough of the fortune. So I think you've got to be open to doing some other stuff, but those are talented guys. And those are the kind of guys that can get traded in trades that are rebalancing trades where maybe it's, all right, we're going to get a little bit of a, a different look at the five instead of Clint Capella, where we're going to get in another uh, you know wing instead of much more of a second ball handler in the backcourt. Those are the kind of moves that those players could, could bring back versus the, all right, we're trading this guy and we're getting the four first-round picks and two young players and off we go. That Those are the kind of rebalance trades I think Atlanta could be looking at. Talking all things NBA and Atlanta Hawks with our buddy Keith Smith with Spotrock NBA. Follow him on Twitter for great NBA analysis as well. All right, Keith, the Pascal Siakam deal, that was the guy that the Hawks were rumored to be in on as well. What did you make of that transaction? A big haul for uh, Toronto going back to the Pacers as Pascal Siakam has a new home. Yeah, I love it if you're the Pacers, right? You're not a major free agent destination. So you're you're never going to land a guy like Pascal Siakam in free agency. So the way to do it is you go out and trade for him and you make it happen that way. And I think, you know, for them, that's a really good team. They're, they're kind of where the Hawks were a couple years ago in the East where, hey, we can kind of keep this thing moving forward. And you've got Tyrese Albert. He's locked in as your kind of star guy. He's your engine. He's going to drive everything. So now it's about getting guys who fit around him. And I think – Siakam fits there perfectly. All signs indicate he's going to hit free agency, but re-sign with, with the Pacers, and they're they're going to do what it takes to keep him. On the Raptors side, they get some. You know, we'll we'll see. We'll see what those first round picks look like. It's it, you hear three first round picks, and you're like, oh wow. But then you think about it, and it's like, all right, well that Pacers pick's probably going to be in the twenties. They're getting the worst of a bunch of picks uh, that are tied up with the Thunder. That's probably again going to be a pick in the mid to late 20s. And then two years from now, you get a top four protected first. So even if it all falls apart spectacularly on Indiana, you're not even going to benefit. So we'll see where that pick comes in as well. But Bruce Brown, we'll see what they do if they keep him, if they move him in another trade. So I think this was uh, Masai Ujiri and the Raptors basically saying, all right, we're going to make the best of it here in a situation where Siakam's probably leaving no matter what at the end of the offseason. So let's kind of do what we can to try to get things moving in a different direction. In the Western Conference, Keith, could you see teams like the Mavs or the Suns who are supposed to be better than they are right now trying to add, even though both of them have pretty high payrolls? 
Yeah, the Mavs easier than, than the Suns. They've got some tradable salaries that they're sitting on for guys like Rashawn Holmes and Tim Hardaway Jr. Those, those are guys you could definitely see them move uh, to bring in another player. The Suns' problem is there's not a lot that they can trade. We're, we're hearing, you know, maybe Grayson Allen, maybe Nasir Little, maybe the two of them together, but they've got five, their five starters are all on non minimum contracts. And Little is the only other player on the roster that's not on a minimum contract. They also are completely pick poor. They don't have a single first rounder that they could trade. They don't even have swap rights left that they can trade in the first round. And then in the second round, they picked up a bunch of middling second rounders. So maybe that's something they could try to throw in to juice a trade offer. But there's just not a lot that they, they can put out there. And that's the tough thing in this new world in the NBA. If you're building out a team where you're going to have three guys who make 40 or 50 plus million dollars you're going to be in a spot like this where the rest of your roster is going to look an awful lot like maybe one or two guys on a mid-range contract and everybody else on minimums and if you don't hit with the stars and if those stars aren't available for 60 games a year you're probably going to have some problems kind of in the same vein on the east we saw the knicks make a move and the miami heat are sitting there at six they always seem to be a contender but their record is uh, they're just five or six games above 500. Could they be in the mix to do something? They could be. We'll, we'll see. I, I, the Heat generally don't do anything major in season. They tend to be a team that does their work in the off season and then they kind of go go from there. We, we all know there's probably going to be some G League player that emerges that then wins them a playoff series. And I'm like, yep, uh, Miami did it again. Here we are. But they're, they're going to be tough. They'll be a tough out because, you know, Eric Spolstra, he's seen it all. He's going to have them ready to go in the playoffs. Jimmy Butler is really tough. Sam Adebayo is a good player. Uh, Kyle Lowry seems to summon it when he needs it. But I, I'm, I'm curious. They, they, if the right guy for them pops available, like that, that maybe it's somebody we don't even know about today, three weeks out from the trade deadline, but somebody pops up and they're like, all right, this is the guy and we can trade a first-round pick, and Kyle Lowry to go get it, maybe they do make that big move. But I think they're they're more likely to kind of sit and wait it out and, until the summertime before they do their next big thing. A guy who's having a career resurgence on a bad team is Kyle Kuzma. Do you see him potentially being moved, Keith? It, it's certainly possible. That contract was very much set up for him to be traded at some point on it. And that team's going nowhere. They're, they're, they're you know one of the worst teams in the league. And they are also... Uh, very much committed to this is year one of what's going to be a multi-year rebuild uh, for for the uh, Wizards. So I think we could see Kyle Kuzma be a guy, if the team is looking at saying, all right, you know, what we need is some scoring, and we need it from the forward spot. He's definitely, I think, a guy you could see a team may make a run at because, again, that contract is just set up very nicely as far as a tradable piece. Talking with our buddy Keith Smith of Spotrack NBA here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Chris Thomas with you until the top of the hour. Can't have a basketball conversation without talking about LeBron and the Lakers, Keith. <laughs> They're kind of in no man's land right now, too. What do you see uh, going down in L.A.? Yeah, I mean, they're going to do something. They, when D'Angelo Russell signed his contract and, and he uh, removed, he, they negotiated away the right for him to block a trade, it was very clear. All right, we're giving you a little bit extra money. We're giving you a player option. We're probably going to trade you at some point. That is just the way that contract was set up. So they're going to do something. They're not going to sit uh, idly by and say, well, you know, let's just see what we get. 
with LeBron and AD here. So what, what that something is, we'll see. They've been engaged on DeJounte Murray. Basically, any, any name that comes up, you're going to hear, well, could the Lakers get involved there? Uh, you know, there are some who still think they, they, they've, they've played a coy to this point, but could they get involved on Zach Levine? You know, could that be the direction they turn? That, that's a move that could make a lot of sense for them. They need some more scoring on that team. They defend very well, but their shooting has been pretty poor and their offense goes missing far too often. And we're no longer in the stage where it can be LeBron, AD, me, you, and a guy running your board tonight out there where we're competing in the playoffs doing well together. That's just not something how it works anymore. You know, at this stage of LeBron's career, he needs real help around him. Well, two teams that don't need much help around them right now, Keith, as we're wrapping up our conversation with Keith Smith, the T-Wolves and the Thunder, I mean, you have to sort of do a double take when you look at the Western Conference standings at the top, and they've been there all season long. Do you see either one of those teams turning back into a pumpkin? Uh, into a pumpkin? No. I, I don't know that they are both quite, oh, my gosh, these teams are going to win the West. I think they could. I think they're in the mix. I think Minnesota defends as well as anybody in the league, if not better than just about anybody in the league, and I think that's really important because that'll keep them in games. If they can make a small-ish move to round out their bench a little bit and find somebody who can keep things afloat a little bit more when Edwards and or Towns is on the bench and resting in games, I, I think that would be huge for them because they just have these offensive lulls where it's like, oh, my goodness, what what are we going to do here? And, and we'll see how that comes together. And as far as the Thunder go, the only thing they're missing right now is another big. They, Chet Holmgren has been fantastic for them, but they regularly just kind of piecing it together with all these small ball options around uh, all these really, really talented wings like SGA and Jalen Williams and Lou Dort and Josh Giddy and even guys like, like Wallace and Isaiah Joe coming off the bench. It's, it's a good team, but one more big, and they are an absolutely awful rebounding team and at some point that's probably going to come back to bite them but they, they we all know if they need to make a move hey what do you want five six seven first round picks sure we got them let's go let's make it happen and that's that that's why they're kind of looming out there because they've got tradable salary and they've got all those picks they can move so i'm very curious to see if they kind of make their all-in push right now all right keith appreciate the time as always we'll be following you on twitter and on uh, all your social media feeds, Track NBA, to stay on top of all the latest news and notes as the trade deadline is just a couple of weeks away. Keith, appreciate it as always. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Keith Smith there of NBA Track, a great website that tracks all the finance, all the stuff that guys like me and Orin are like, I don't, I mean, mid-level exceptions and all that other stuff that we don't understand. They do a great job of breaking all that down. All right, when we get back, it's time for the debut of Turtles Troubles here on Sports Radio 929 The Game. I got not one but two topics for you guys, and we'll also dive back into this news that just came out about Kirk Cousins wanting to play for the hoodie. That opens up a Pandora's box for the Falcons. All that and more when we get back. Don't go anywhere. Sports Radio 929 The Game, Odyssey app.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, consider Pandora's box fully open. This after, if you're just tuning in, a CBS Sports report dropped about an hour ago that said Kirk Cousins is reportedly open to the idea of playing for one Bill Hoodie Belichick. What does that mean? Well, that means connect the dots. If Bill Belichick comes to Atlanta, Kirk Cousins could be QB1. Free agent route, you're going to have to pay him a lot of money, but I don't think that's a concern for Falcons fans right now, nor should it be, because Arthur Blank has, uh, oh, I think his checkbook is, uh, can we at least say conservatively, uh, larger than yours and mine. I think we can say that uh, without a doubt. So don't worry about the money. They'll figure it out. I would assume it would be, in the neighborhood of like three years, 120 million, something like that. That seems like a lot, but that's the going rate these days. And if you look at Kirk Cousins, his last like three or four years before the injury have been, I know, like comparable to some of Matt Ryan's best seasons, not the season, the MVP season. But if you look at the numbers, as we like to say on Dukes and Bell, he's good for like 4,000 plus yards. 30-plus touchdowns, and around 10 interceptions a season. Like 67 68% completion percentage. I mean, he's really good, guys. It, don't think Kirk Cousins and think game manager. Think elite quarterback play. And could you imagine him throwing deep bombs to Drake and Kyle and handing off to Bajan and Tyler Algier? Man, I would take that all day. I, that's so intriguing to me that it makes me less afraid, let's say, of bringing in Bill Belichick. And I laid out at the beginning of the show all the reasons why I don't want Belichick here because he is going to be doom and gloom if things do not go well for the Atlanta Falcons in the beginning of the season because you don't want the hoodie marching around the sidelines 
with, you know, his arms folded, a furrowed brow, wrinkles on his face, and basically saying, why in the world did I sign up for this? That's not the type of energy that's needed at the branch. What's needed at the branch is a jump start, a resurgence, shall we say, of energy and life into a franchise that, frankly, got its butt kicked the last two weeks of the season. So if you have a thought on that, hit me up at C. Thomas Radio or give the show a call, 404-726-0929. Got about another half hour to play with you guys. So does Kirk Cousins wanting to potentially team up with Bill Belichick make that more interesting or even more palatable to you? Bringing in Bill Belichick, if that means Kirk Cousins is coming too, Mike Vrabel's still my number one choice. Jim Harbaugh's still my number two. But instead of being completely dreading Bill Belichick coming here, if you have Kirk Cousins under center, that goes a long way in making things better. All right, Oren, you ready for this? I think he's ready. Turtles, troubles. I'm debuting this right now. For those who don't know, if you don't listen to Dukes and Bell, first of all, you should. Second of all, I am the executive producer of that show, and the guys refer to me as Turtle because I look like the Jerry Ferrara character from Entourage, and I have some issues, some things I need to clear the air with with you guys. So as I fill in on these night shifts um, for the for going uh, whatever it is, a couple of weeks, we'll see, I will be presenting Turtles Troubles. Here's the thing. These streaming services, Oren, are out of control. And what I mean by that is, very specifically, we need to decide if series are going to come out weekly or they're going to drop the whole thing. Because this week, the new season of True Detective started on Sunday night. First episode dropped. It's very good. But here's the thing. They're doing the whole... You got to turn back in Sundays at 9 p.m. for the episode to drop. And I'm like, hey, HBO, Max, whatever the hell you're called, it's 2024. Uh, Can you just put the whole series out? Because my schedule until football season's over does not align with what you got going on. HBO and Max have decided that certain shows are going to go back to the old school model of coming out weekly, and I'm not having it. I'm ready to watch season season four, episode two of True Detective. I can't. I have to wait until Sunday night. And you know what the problem is? <clears throat> There's a little thing called football on Sundays that makes it a little tough for me to watch any other TV other than football. I watch about 12 hours straight of football content, And then it's time to get ready for the show the next day and get my behind to bet. So, Turtles Troubles, edition one, I'm hammering home. We got to make up our minds, okay? Is it weekly or is it dropping all at once? And I want to know your guys' preference. 404-726-0929. That is the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line as well as my Twitter at CThomasRadio. Let me know. What do you prefer? Do you prefer having to wait a week, or do you want to watch it when you want to watch it? There are, let me say, a couple of benefits to doing it weekly. One, if you're a complete binger and you can't resist watching it all the way through and spending 12 hours on one day on the couch watching the entire series, at least it forces you to space it out a little. 
But at the same time, when my schedule doesn't work, what am I supposed to do? I have to wait. Oren, what about you? Are you a binge it all at once, or do you like the weekly drop? I'm a binge it kind of all at once guy, and sometimes it, it well, it depends on the show. There's some shows where I legit can sit down and I can watch it every single week. If I know there's like, like sitcoms, for example, I can do it easier with sitcoms than I can with dramas and procedurals. Well, the plot's a little easier to follow. Yeah, honestly. especially I will say, did you watch the first episode of True Detective? I, the wife and I watched it last it night, is and we very absolutely. Dense. And by the way, too, she was the same way. After it ended, she was like, all right, I'm ready for the next episode. I'm like, well, that was the first one that premiered this past Sunday. There, There's no second episode yet. And she gave me a look like, well, I want to watch more of this. So the same boat as you. That's where we are in 2024 because it's like, oh, Amazon Prime decides to dump everything on you all at once. But HBO Max is like, nah, you got to wait. And that's the problem. So... I'm PO'd about this, to be completely honest, because, again, I know this is first-world problems, but these are Turtles' troubles. I have a very strict TV-watching schedule because of what I do for a living. If the Hawks are on at 7.30, I need to watch the Hawks. If football's on on a Sunday night and the game starts at 8 o'clock and ends at 11.30, I'm not watching the next episode of True Detective until probably at least the next night. But there's the problem. What if the Hawks play on Monday night? Then I'm not watching it until Tuesday. It's, it's you know, there needs to be some sort of rhyme or reason to the way that this works. And now that we have the bingeable option, it's hard not to say, hey, why don't they just do that for all of my favorite series? I don't understand. So 404-726-0929, are you a binge it all at once type of person or are you a Watch it on a weekly basis. Tweet at me at C Thomas Radio or text the show at 404-726-0929. Got a couple calls on the line. Here we go. Let's go out to Justin. You're in the game. 404-726-0929. Justin, what do you think? Uh, uh, thanks for taking my call. I, I, I was just chiming in on the Belichick and the Kirk Cousins. I like the Cousins idea. Yeah. Not too crazy about the 73-year-old Belichick coming in. I mean, I just but you only get I agree but, with you. But, hang on, wrong, Justin, like, hang on, hang on. Here's the problem, though. You don't get one without the other. I don't know. You don't get one without the other. Gotcha. Uh, I guess if, if, if it had to be like that, you know, one or the other, I, I would roll the dice with that. All right. Belichick and no, Cousins, I, I, and I am a bingeable guy. Because of my schedule. Binge, binge, binge. Yeah, it's tough, man. I appreciate the phone call. First of all, to your first point, again, you're not getting one without the other. Kirk Cousins is not coming to Atlanta without Belichick. This article from CBS Sports is stating specifically that Bill Belichick is the apple of Kirk Cousins' eye, not the other way around. So if he's going to go wherever Belichick goes, but if Belichick goes to L.A., obviously Kirk Cousins is not going to L.A. because they have Justin Herbert. So maybe then Atlanta becomes an attractive option. But from what it sounds like from this article from CBS Sports, it's a package deal. And I got to agree with you on the binge, man. I wanted to watch True Detective Season 4, Episode 2 yesterday. Or maybe even tonight after I get home before I go to sleep. But I can't. I got to wait till Sunday. And Sunday doesn't work for me. Hence, Turtles Troubles. 404-726-0929. Tom. Tom, you're in the game. Hey, I, I just tuned in a few minutes ago, so I'm not sure if you mentioned it, but um, my daughter goes to church with Kirk Cousins in Alpharetta. 
Okay. He has a home here. Okay. Well, I, I think uh, I appreciate yeah. the. No, I get it, Tom. I appreciate the phone call, and I guess the connection you're trying to make there is that because he already has a home here, it may be more of an attractive destination. But we've fallen for that script before, guys. Remember when Peyton Manning bought a house in Miami? And everybody thought he was going to the Dolphins. It doesn't mean anything. With the ridiculous guy, Kirk Cousins has made, whatever, $150 million in his NFL career. He could have a home in every single state if he wanted to. So, unfortunately, I don't think you could read too much into that. But, hey, it certainly would make life a lot easier for him and his family if they already have an abode established in Atlanta. 404-726-0929. Let's go to John. John, you're in the game. Hey, thanks for taking my call. So, I got a couple points. First off, I don't want Belichick. Give me, uh, give me Ben Johnson. Even um, with the possibility of Kirk Cousins, you still don't want him. Absolutely, absolutely. I'll take, a, I'll take a first round quarterback and keep moving with Ben Johnson. And then, as far as the binging versus weekly episodes, I prefer weekly because when you have a hit show, it's easier to talk to people about it, right? If you've got a binge, if you've got people binging it, people can be at all different points throughout the show or throughout the season. And as far as studios, why they release them on a weekly basis for the streaming apps, it's because they want people to stay subscribed. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Good points on both. Uh, ben Johnson's a good option, but at the same time, wouldn't you rather take an experienced guy for the Atlanta Falcons over somebody who's doing it again for the first time? That's why I want Mike Vrabel. He has the head coaching experience. Harbaugh has head coaching experience. That's the thing. Ben Johnson, it's going to be Arthur Smith all over again, not from a success or failure on the field standpoint, but he's got to learn how to be a head coach, and that's a gigantic gamble. And then in terms of the binging versus the weekly, I get what you're saying, the the water cooler talking points sort of a thing that we all used to talk about when shows like The Sopranos were on and you couldn't wait to talk about the next episode with your friends and your family and the people that you see at work every day, but that's just not how society is anymore. It's going to be spoiled for you on Twitter two seconds later anyway, and you're going to be texting and calling about it. It's a, It doesn't need to be at the physical work location as much as it did like 15, 20 years ago, but I totally get your point. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll finish up with you guys on the phone. I see Chip, Davis, Preston, Ty, hang tight. We'll take your calls on the Falcons' head coaching situation. And also, Hurdles Troubles, baby. Are you binging or you want the weekly drop? I am frustrated because I can't watch True Detective Episode 2 of Season 4 on Sunday because football's on and I got to wait. I want it now, as Carl Dukes likes to say. 404-726-0929. Grab a line. Your calls when we get back. Finishing up the show on Sports Radio 929. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
Chance for romance here on Sports Radio 929 the game. Gonna get back to your calls to close out the show. Been a great night on the phones. As always, I appreciate the passion and the energy. This is an exciting, nerve-wracking time for Falcons football and the decisions that are gonna be made. Again, if you missed it, report coming out from CBS a little over an hour ago that Kirk Cousins is up for the idea of playing for Bill Belichick. So if Belichick comes to the A, it could be a package deal, and that would then Again, open up a Pandora's box scenario where all options are on the table for the Falcons in terms of draft picks and free agency and bringing in a guy like Kirk Cousins to steady the quarterback position. You can sell me on that a lot easier than you can sell me on just Belichick himself. Before we get back to the phones real quick, a little bit of more breaking news here as Pete Thamel is reporting that Bill O'Brien is going back to college. He will be the new offensive coordinator for the Ohio State University. So bye-bye Kyle McCord and welcome in the new crop of quarterbacks that he's going to get his hands on and see what they can do. That is a good hire. You saw what he did at Alabama. and Interesting. I thought he might be in the mix for maybe even offensive coordinator for the Falcons, depending on who they hire, but he apparently is going to the Ohio State University. All right, back to the phones, 404-726-0929. Let's close out this baby strong. Let's go to Chip. Chip, you're in the game. Hey, man, uh, I tell you what, being an Atlanta fan is just tough, but to get to it, begin with uh, coming in, I, I would, I like to have Belichick for one reason, and it might not be for the same reason other people won't want him in there. I'm tired of Rich McKay. Uh, I think Belichick going to come in there and demand some things, and obviously he's already met with off the blank in regards of Hang on, Chip. I'll let you finish again. I need this to be abundantly clear. Rich McKay, A, is not going anywhere, and B, does not have direct input on personnel moves for the Atlanta Falcons. That is not his role with the team. That is not what he does on a day-in, day-out basis. So I know it's frustrating because he's been there. And he's been a part of the good and the bad. And a lot of fans, I know you think he's stayed as welcome with the Falcons. And I get it to a certain extent. But if you're mad at him for the product on the field, that's not what he's doing. He's Arthur Blank's right-hand man. And, you know, they discuss things together. But he's not in the war room saying, you know, this guy's vert is better than this guy. So we should take him instead. That's just not the case. Okay. Well, with that being said, hey, go ahead and hire Belichick, I guess. But if it was up to me, and I had to do it all over because I, I, would, I would just stick with Smith because I don't think it's going to be no different. At least we had Bill and Bob with Coach Arthur Smith start putting pieces in, in place. Of course, he made some mistakes. And uh, to go back and keep doing with the retread with – Belichick, and then you got to change up the offense and defense. I just think it's too much. No, Chip, I get it, and I I appreciate the phone call, man. I just got to run because we got uh, full lines of people that want to get in. We only got a couple minutes left to do it. Again, Rich McKay's not the guy who's making the day-to-day decisions, so that's just not really something we can worry about. We got to worry about Terry Fontenot. We got to worry about 
whoever's the head coach coming in, and we got to worry about Arthur Blank because his decision is the one that matters most. And Arthur Smith, that's in the past, guys. Why, why concern yourself with that? We can't change it. It sucked. It happened the way it did. The late season collapse was awful. But let's look at the bright side of the future. We have a potential Pro Bowl perennial quarterback that may want to come to this team if Bill Belichick is hired, who's the reported favorite coach. So that's a really good thing for the fa- – again, don't poo-poo Kirk Cousins. Go look at his stats. He averages 4,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, less than 10 picks, and like almost a 70% completion percentage. He's really good. He's not a bum. He's not just a dude. He's a top 10 quarterback. 404-726-0929. Davis, you're in the game. Davis. Hey, how's it going, man? What's up? Uh, I, I'm i going to be honest. I agree with you. I think Kirk Cousins is the option. Um, I also agree with you that I think Mike Vrabel is probably the better, co- or better the, the better head coach option. I would like to see both of them here in Atlanta. I think Kirk Cousins, you give him the weapons that we have with John with uh, with Drake London and with uh, Kyle Pitts, I think he would do phenomenal, put up some incredible numbers. Um, I also think that I also think that uh, Bill Belichick is an option. I just like Mike Vrabel because he's he's an option that's going to be here for longer than three to four years. Yeah. I know people talk about that Vrabel that. Belichick's probably going to retire after he breaks those records, whether he wins the Super Bowl or not. No, and you're, I agree. You're I right. think Vrabel's going to be a long-term option. Davis, I just got to let you run because your phone's breaking up. Uh, call back anytime. Appreciate the phone call. Good points. 404-726-0929. Um, again, Belichick and Kirk would be a package deal. I don't think there's a way. I mean, I guess there is a way if Kirk Cousins still wants to come to Atlanta that he could, but I think the only way that that happens is if – they come together in a package deal. So we'll see. But Mike Vrabel, for me, is still my number one choice. But this new wrinkle in the system here makes it a lot more interesting to bring the hoodie to Atlanta. 404-726-0929. Preston, you're in the game. Preston. Uh, what's going on? What's hey, up, Preston? Uh, I, I feel like uh, Bill Belichick uh, it, it, it is a great option for us. We don't have a culture here. And let's be clear. Bill Belichick, uh, the the coach, is not what got him put out of New England. Bill Belichick, the GM, uh, is what got him put out of uh, New England. We don't need him to build a football team here. We have a football team. We have players. We have pieces. Of course, bring on Kirk Cousins. I believe uh, he'll be a great option for us at the quarterback position. We can use that eight pick to go get an additional wide receiver or um, I don't know if there's an edge rusher in this draft w- that we can get. Yeah, with there that are, there's pick, a couple but... of guys, and I appreciate the phone call. I just got to run because we got a bunch of other people I'm trying to squeeze in before the end of the show. Um, there's a couple of edge rushers. Jared Verse is a guy that sticks out to me. Dallas Turner is another guy um, from Bama. There's a bunch of guys that the Falcons could take at eight, and then who knows? Maybe you get your complimentary wide receiver to Drake in the second round. Maybe you get your complimentary cornerback in the third round, and then you bring in the best center in free agency. Like, that's why I'm saying Pandora's box. This opens up an entire new set of circumstances for the Falcons if they do bring in Belichick and Kirk Cousins wants to come play here. 404-726-0929. Ty, you're up next. Ty, you're in the game. Hey, man, what's going on? What's up, Ty? Hey, uh, 
as a lifelong Falcons fan, it's, it's really been an embarrassment as far as these coaches. Um, Bob Petrino, who left, uh, I don't know if you remember, but Marion Campbell, I think he was a coach twice. We had Jerry Glanville with his antics, and then Arthur Smith, who had four or five round, you know, first-round draft picks and could, didn't know what to do with them. Yeah. Criticized for not using his first-round draft pick or running back the first four games by the media. They had to get on him for that. So basically what I'm saying is it's been an embarrassment. I have no problem with Belichick. Kirk Cousins, come on the board. We got a fine, you know, safety of defense. Uh, we got three solid running backs. Our offense is awesome. And everybody's complaining about Belichick, but the margin of error for wins in this sorry, terrible division is two games. You know, look at Tampa Bay right now. They won nine games. They won the last game against Carolina, I think, nine to zip against yeah. Carolina. The Carolina so game all we in need particular. To do is win yeah. right the Carolina game in particular is is really tough. Tough pill to swallow. And then you look at the last two games, and I appreciate the phone call. Um, again, great points, but I just try to get a couple guys in here. Only got about five minutes left in the program. Um, it's just the ending to the 2023 season. Will, I'll never forget it. Those two losses back-to-back were just uh, unimaginable. I mean, whatever word you want to use, unimaginable, unbelievable. It was just awful the way that you lose to the Bears and you way that, the way that you lose to the Saints. It just it really set such a tone for this offseason in such a negative way, as the caller was just describing. And I can't help but think you need a total turnaround from that. And that's why I want Mike Rabel. You need a total turnaround from that. Shot in the arm, jolt of energy, whatever expression you want to use, that's exactly what this franchise needs. And my concern about Belichick, if he doesn't come with Kirk Cousins, then that's not exactly the persona that's going to give the Falcons that. All right, a couple more before we get out of here. 404-726-0929. MK, you're up next. MK. Hey, good evening, uh, sir. Uh, I would like to make a point. I'd like to ask you a question. Who um, was able to put points on the board uh, in the SEC for Georgia, put Stetson Bennett in an NFL uh, with the Rams? I mean, what would be a better coach than uh, Todd Munkin? And um, I would say because he he – Ties he has ties with Georgia and SEC, you know talent, and I would like Michael uh, Penix as junior as um, your quarterback who could work with a young quarterback. I don't want cap hell again. And I listen to your comments on the on the radio. Appreciate it, MK. Uh, first of all, Stetson Bennett. Uh, I don't believe he's back in the NFL yet. So I I still think with the I don't think he ever officially returned to the Rams. Um, he made a couple of appearance appearances with the dogs, but we'll have to see what happens for his NFL future. But that's not something that the Falcons need to take on right now. I wish that Stetson nothing but the best. Always have those two championships, but uh, I don't think that that's the position for the Falcons right now. I'm surprised they didn't interview Todd Munkin, or maybe they still will as a late dark horse candidate. But I'm surprised because I thought that would have been a cool fit here, bring him back to Georgia. So I actually agree with your point there. And Michael Penix Jr., I'm a Jaden Daniels guy. I think you do whatever you you have to do to go get Jaden Daniels, even if it's multiple first-round picks. Michael Penix, to me, is too big of a risk. He didn't play well in the championship game. I'm not holding that against him. But to me, he's a sprained ankle away from ending his career. I look at him like I look at RG3. 
they just it's unfortunate. I don't wish that upon anybody, but they're just not guys that hold up well under contact. All right, Wes, you're up next. Wes, finish us off here in the game. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that I believe that Antonio Pierce from the Raiders would make a would make a great fit for Atlanta, and he could bring Max Crosby with him and fix the defense. Yeah, woo! How about that, Wes? That's an interesting thought. Um, I don't see them going that direction. I mean, I wouldn't be mad at that at all, to be completely honest, especially if Max Crosby wants to come along. Yes, sir, please take, you know, one of the three or four best edge rushers in the NFL and bring him along. But um, I really think it's going to come down to either Belichick, Harbaugh, or hopefully Vrabel. Um, those are the three strongest candidates right now. Antonio Pierce, I think, is going to go back to the to the Raiders. And I think he's going to hang on to Max Crosby and try to establish himself as a good coach there. So, Again, it's a good idea. I just don't see it happening. All right, that'll do it for this edition of the show. Chris Thomas been hanging out with you since 7 o'clock. Ah, Oren, I asked him at some point to give me a little Commodores, the night shift. I was making a joke about that at the beginning of the show. Good job, Oren. I appreciate, again, everybody who called. Love talking about this stuff with you guys. I think it just makes the show even better when you guys bring strong points and we go back and forth. Love doing it with you guys. I'll be on again on Saturday from 3 to 7 p.m., so much more Falcons football conversation to come your way then. Thanks to all my guests tonight. Thanks to Big O. And uh, I hope everybody there has a great evening. Drive safe in Atlanta. Listen, man, I live on Peachtree Street. I know what those streets are like, Oren. I know what they're like, man. 10 o'clock at night. Head on a swivel, baby. Head on a swivel. You've been listening to Sports Radio 929 The Game on the Odyssey app. Night, 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 How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.